push it closer. You get you can wherever you're comfortable. Is that okay? Yeah. I think that's good. Try to back away to get my smacking noises out. Do I smack? No. I smack. I don't know why. Because you say things. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. We are full-time husband and wife, part-time RVers. Sharing RV tips, tricks, and our adventures along the way. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Cramming Memories. Thanks for joining us. Today we're going to talk about things we feel we may would have done differently when we started camping. Yeah, there's a few things. So we've got a few things to chat through about that. Everything from vehicle choice to the camper that we bought, floor plans, all kind of other little goodies in there. And also we're going to talk about traveling with pets. We're not professionals traveling with pets. Are there professional pet travelers? Yes. So we've we've had pets for over 20 years. Not the same pet. No, we've we've had several, but we haven't really done a lot of traveling with them. Um, they've had some car rides. Mm-hmm. They've been on some camping trips with us. Tent camping? They have tent camped a little with us, but we haven't like traveled super far off and taken them where we've got multiple days of travel. No. But we do have some experience with traveling with our pets. We just got back off a trip that we took both of our dogs with us. Um, So we do have some feedback about that. So um, let us gather our thoughts and we'll be right back. ready to talk about a few things that we would do differently if we were starting RV traveling all over again. Very true. Right off the top, big alert. (laughs) Don't let anything we say here postpone or delay you jumping in to traveling or camping. Oh, heavens no. So these are not things that we have to check off a list before we would have started again. No. But hindsight 2020, we may would have done it a little differently. Sure. I think we would have ended up at the same place, but maybe not as much headaches. Yeah, maybe All right, so. Right off the top, since two weeks ago, we had our episode about picking a truck. Um, one thing right off the top that came to mind whenever we started chatting about this was I think I just would have purchased a truck right from the get-go, an extended cab or a crew cab pickup truck, and not have went with the um, SUV that we had for a little while, yeah. Yeah, because it was a short wheelbase SUV, which I said in that previous episode that the the longer truck just seems to tow better. Yes, and it's much more comfortable for us as a family, believe it or not. Yeah, it is. I was kind of shocked. I thought losing that storage space back there would be a big minus. I thought whenever you brought pets with you, which we'll talk about a little bit later, that that may be a negative. But we've been able to navigate through those problems, and what that pickup truck brought us over the SUV was a little more towing stability. Oh, yeah. It feels much more safe when we're driving. And the whole bed of the truck actually opens up possibilities of putting stuff back there that I never would have put in the back of the SUVs, uh, such as firewood. Oh, yeah. Anything flammable. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel better about putting you know, propane tanks in the back of the truck instead of in the back of my SUV yeah, for a true. longer 
trip. So one thing we would have done differently, I probably would have gone right for the pickup truck rather than going the SUV route first. Moving on, this is something that we want to be very careful saying the, because Brandy brought up a very good point about this one. Most campers are people who are into travel trailers or camping. It seems like we're always looking for our next Oh, yeah. Camper. Yeah, I think it's kind of like, you know, you've got a great pair of shoes, so you still want to look for your next pair of shoes. Is that is that similar? I don't know. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's always fun looking to see what's out there and what's next. But one thing I think we would have done is we would have bought a travel trailer just a little bit larger than our first one, hence the second one that we're right. sitting in now. Yeah, no, I totally agree. The first one that we had um, did not have any kind of lounging space. It only had just a U-shaped dinette, had small bunks for the kids, and then... Um, a room for us. And that was really about it. Um, our son has gotten taller and, um, we just really wanted something that we could lounge in a little bit more. So that's what we have right now. Yeah. And our bunks are a little larger in this camper than they were the other campers. So I think it has extended the time that we'll be able to use this or when our kids just are tired of going with us and we want to take friends, they can still sleep in a bunk. I could sleep in that bunk comfortably. Sure. So maybe finding one a little bit larger than what you think you need. Not saying going from an 18-foot camper to a 34-foot with a rear living. Just a few foot longer if you think that you may need that. Because we never really thought about having our pets with us either. And having a little more floor space has been really nice. Oh, sure thing. All right. This next one, we're not saying... We do not like our floor plan of our current camper. No, it works well for us. It works really well. We've been very happy with it. But we do wish that we would have looked at a few more floor plans. Now, we looked at hundreds of campers online. We watched videos of them. We Mm -hmm. even went to camper shows. But camper shows are very regional. It's usually one or two dealerships, and they only bring what they sell. I really wish we would have traveled and taken some weekend trips and look at a, a lot yeah. more dealerships, maybe even out of state, and actually walked in some of the different floor plans. Yes, because when you see them online or you're watching a, a, a video on them, walking in it is totally different. Because we would see some online, and um, when we were actually able to walk in, then we were like, oh, wait, we thought we would love that. And we didn't. Um, I like our floor plan. It's very traditional. It's, it's, it's a very normal floor plan for um, a queen bed and two bunks. Um, I just, I do wish that we would have looked at a few more and maybe even settled on something that's a little bit different. For sure. There, there's, there's a bunk that I am absolutely in love with right now and it's the Evoke. Um, I can't remember if it's the B, C or D or whatever, but it's their bunk version. Right. It's like the Grand Design 2800 BH, but the bunks are flipped where they are. Okay. And that's that's the one that really makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I, I like the way. And that that's the, a brand that we don't have locally. Yeah, there's there's one a little bit north of us. They actually found a um, dealership. Now, that floor plan wasn't even out whenever we bought this one. That's true. But there were some similar. So I do wish that we maybe would have walked through a few more than we did. Mm-hmm. Moving on to all our Dave Ramsey fans. <laughs> I do wish that. Whenever we started talking about buying a travel trailer, I wish we would have started our little envelope mm-hmm. and started saving more for travel. Not um, not food for like 
groceries while you're there or yeah. your gas money. This is just having a little bit set aside for what it costs to stay in campgrounds. Because I think it's super easy um, as a uh, family, whenever you have, uh, you know, a long weekend and you're not planning on going camping to say, hey, let's just run down the road to Lake fill in the blank. Right. And you're like, well, I don't I don't know. That's a few hundred bucks. Maybe we shouldn't spend this week. But if you have a little bit of funds set aside for these spur of the moment trips, um, that's what it's for. Right. And you're not going to use it for anything else. But I kind of wish I would have started that when we started our travel trailer shopping. And just right? added that to the list. Yeah, yeah, and just added that to the list. So if you're out there kind of hunting and shopping now, put you a little envelope to the side and start shoving some cash in it. Whenever you do get ready to buy one, you don't ever have the excuse to not go that weekend because you just want to save a few bucks because you've already saved some bucks that yep. are specifically for that. Yep, it's a great idea. Hands down... Probably the top of the list. We've said this on numerous podcasts. Out of the gate, we would have replaced our mattress before we ever slept on it like we did in this camper. Oh, yeah, yeah. When our first RV, we went on many trips without any kind of topper or anything on it first. And we woke up in pain. Yeah, they're, we, <laughs> they're, ter- they're like terrible. Like we said, it, they're, they're really bad mattresses. We just wish from the top, we just would have gone ahead. Yep. Gotten it out of there and replaced the mattress and moved on to bigger, better things. Yep, now we know. I think something that we could have done as well before we bought our first camper was either would be either rent or borrow one from a friend. Yeah, that is something. The only experience we had other than shopping for campers, um, we had walked in a few um, uh, that some of our friends' friends basically right. had. So we had never really spent any extended amount of time in a travel trailer or fifth wheel or right. a Right, we knew nothing a. about them. Yeah, now my grandparents did own one when I was little, but I have very, I don't have memories of the actual camper. It's right. just of going camping. So I do wish uh, maybe for a weekend or a week, we would have rented one and kind of used it just to see how we would use it and um, obviously, we did like it. Right. We own one. Right. We have a podcast talking about it. It's true. But it works who, for us. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have liked it. So, so renting one or finding a friend with one that um, that could let you stay in it for like a weekend would be an open door that would be very helpful. Yeah. And it would also help you know what floor plan works best for your family. And it would help you make that decision whether or not you need to purchase one a little bit bigger or if the size that you're looking at is sufficient for you. That's it. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> this is something that we do well once or twice a year, <laughs> but I wish we did it from, from the start. Sit down for the whole year and go ahead and plan trips further in advance. Oh, yeah. It opens up a world of possibilities. One of them is a lot of the marquee campgrounds that you kind of you know, everybody wants to go to, they book up very quickly. Super quick. So by planning your trips further out, you go ahead and ask off work, you, you put it on the calendar, um, and you can go ahead and book those trips. It also gives you something to uh, look forward to throughout the year. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the big deal, too, because if not, then you're looking at your camper and you're like, well, when are we going to be able to use it? I'm not really sure. And if you don't schedule that time, a lot of times it's really hard to just take those on a whim trips. Now they do happen, 
but I think they're are fewer and far between. But if you've got something planned for sure, you know without a doubt you've got a trip booked next weekend. That's awesome. Yes. So one thing that I think we would have done differently was go ahead and plan mm-hmm. the whole year out. Yeah. And then you can sprinkle in some of your pop-up trips. Yep. All right. The next one is kind of the kind of the closer and the and the big one for us. Something we would have done differently was start camping with our kids when they're younger. Oh, for sure. I think we would have had so many more memories and great times with our kids if we would have started sooner. Now, this was something we didn't know they were interested in until, like we've said in several episodes, yes. our our son wanted to do mm-hmm. for his eighth birthday when we bought a tent. That's when our adventure started. But if we could have started sooner, um, I just think we, yeah, like Brandy said, we would have a lot more memories, a lot more time into it. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like kids playing Little League Baseball. Maybe they would have been so sick of it <laughs> by the time they were 13. Yeah. We wouldn't have this one. But I do wish we would have started earlier. So as I said before we even started reading this list, don't let anything we say delay you because you're trying to wait no. to get somewhere. If it's time to start, start with what you got. Yep, absolutely. If if you own a pickup truck that can only tow 3,500 pounds. Get you a pop-up. Get you a pop-up and enjoy it. Yep. And chances are, whenever you go to sell it, especially if you bought it used, you can sell it for what you bought it for. True story. So don't let any of this stop you and just jump right in. with the pets. Big asterisk here. We don't have cats. No. We don't have birds. No bunnies. We don't have no bunnies, no reptiles. No. No fishies. No. We have puppy dogs. We have puppy dogs. We have two puppy dogs. They're not puppies, but they're dogs. Yes. Sally and Hunter. Yes. Or Hunter. Hunter. We say Hunter. And people think it's hysterical. But we probably really should say Hunter because that's the way I talk anyway. <laughs> but anyway, we have two. Um, Sally's a lab mix. She's she's every bit of 70 pounds, um, 60 to 70. Um, Hunter's a little smaller. He's probably 35 pounds. Um, both of them shed. A lot. That I'm not a huge fan of, but nope. I do love my dogs. I love don't like dogs. their fur. Maybe, I don't know. I, you know, I talked to Brandy. I wonder if they make like little doggy raincoat suits. <laughs> When I travel with them, I can like zip them up. It's so funny. That way they don't shed. Yeah. But um, all right, traveling with our pets, we have not taken any super long distance trips with them. This last trip that we did was the longest we've ever had our animals in the car with us. And it's about five and a half hours. And we kept our dogs after the trip. So I guess it was a success. Yeah, so <laughs> definitely a love-hate. We we don't mind having them with us whenever we're camping. We love having them with us. Um, they love to go on walks. They actually get a lot more exercise whenever we're camping. Yep. It's just easier to walk out of your camper and go on a walk because usually campgrounds. They're dog-friendly. Most of them are very dog-friendly. But um, so some of the things that I absolutely love about it is what I just said. You're more out to go on walks Yep. as a family um, because the dogs have to go on a walk. Yep. And they absolutely love it. 
Um, I love having them with us whenever we're around a campfire. They actually do settle in well. They're so good around a campfire. And they'll they'll pace and sniff, pace and sniff, and then finally sit down and they'll enjoy the good campfire. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love having those memories knowing that they were there and that our kids remember camping with our pets. And they love it. The kids love having the dogs here too. For sure. All right. Some of the things that I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. All right. The hair, the fur. The fur. In my truck. All over your truck. Oh, my gosh. I put so many blankets out (laughs) in the back. Last time that we traveled, it was just three of us and the dogs. Yes. So there was plenty of space for them because the uh, back seat of my truck, like three quarters of it, um, folds up. A little floor pops out, and they've got a nice flat space that they could lay down or stand up or whatever. But I put tons of old sheets and it was hysterical. Y'all would think that I'm basically ridiculous about this. He he totally was. Judge me, I don't care. <laughs> um, but there was just hair everywhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't super bad enough to where it was like unbearable because whenever we got to our campground, I pulled the sheets out. I have a little shop vac that we carry with us. Went out there, kind of cleaned the truck up because we were going to do some running around in the truck. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to get to get in the truck and get dog hair all over them and yeah, get out. Yeah, so that would not be fun. It, you know, cleaned it up. No, you know, no big deal. Step further where I, I admit I do have problems. I did go to the campground laundry and I laundered <laughs> the sheets all the dog sheets. and towels out of my truck so they'd be clean coming back. But I'm not super crazy about that. Um, one other thing that, that can kind of be a blessing and a curse, our dogs like to get up about 6.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. And usually eat pretty shortly after mm-hmm. that. But whenever we're camping, we like to sleep in a little bit. They don't understand that camp no, they schedule. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't care. They're, they're like, they're like, mom, mom, <laughs> mom. Yep. And usually it's a whimper or it's or it's a wet nose. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like to get up. And usually whenever they do get up, they're ready to go outside because they need to use the bathroom. Yes. So then you have to go outside in your jammies and your bedhead. <laughs> and everybody watch you fall down your steps because you're still half And sleeping. you've got two big dogs pulling you down. Yeah. So not super crazy about that. Um, the other kind of pain traveling with pets is whenever you stop. Yeah. Um, there's asphalt everywhere. This this last trip was in September. I don't know about where you live. It's been 90 degrees right. every day. It was day. super hot on the asphalt. We were very, very concerned about our dogs and their pads, so we made sure that they walked on grass as much as possible. Yeah, and I would try to park close to grass areas or shady mm-hmm. areas to get them out of the truck. Um, but a lot of places where we, you know, where we stop are like gas stations, mm-hmm. and I'm really worried about their leashes breaking or them slipping out of something and running scary, off. Yeah. That is kind of kind of scary. One of our dogs, Sally, listens to us. She yes. behaves. She'll <laughs> she'll stop and sit. Hunter is a great dog and listens to us in our house in our backyard. He gets out. It's literally like you set him out of prison, and he just runs. <laughs> he has no clue. He has no clue. No. His his uh, dog brain turns on full dog. Oh, yeah. So that is one worry that I always have traveling with them. The other thing is just um, eating. Like, we we traveled differently this time. Mm-hmm. We, we packed all of our food because we knew we weren't going to leave them in the truck and go inside and eat because it's 100 degrees outside. Oh, yeah. No, we couldn't do that. So this time we ended up stopping at rest stops and eating a picnic sandwich. Which was fine. It was absolutely fine. The dogs did great. They sat there with us while we were eating. Um, But it just does make it 
a little bit challenging. Like you've got to think about that. Yeah. And even like water as you're mm-hmm. traveling, um, if you don't have to stop and you have dogs that can um, tolerate going for four or five hours without stopping, they probably need something to drink. So sure. you have to figure out how to carry that water with you. Yeah. I think one dog would be easier than two. Maybe two is a, a, a big challenge. That's but what we've got. I see people traveling with several big dogs every time that we camp. So either we're just super wimps <laughs> or maybe we haven't got it figured maybe out. Maybe our dogs are super spoiled and we have to stop every couple hours so they can go potty and get a drink. Now, we do have one dog who is a very good traveler. Hunter is great. He just lays down and he'll take a nap the whole time um, and get up when we stop. Sally is not the best traveler. She gets nervous and anxious. And so we have to accommodate that as well. And so when she's nervous and anxious, she pants more, so which means she needs to drink. So, um, anyway. And drool. And drool. So that's All why I have truck. a towel that's fine. On, the, <laughs> on the armrest, on the console, so she can, and she likes to sit and look at me. Oh, yeah. She, she loves She just stares at me. She loves daddy. I'm like, what are you thinking about? Like, lay down. Yeah, she wants to be in your lap, but, you know, a 70-pound dog in your lap while you're driving is not going to work. That's not a good idea at all. So, camping with your pets, let us know if you love it, do you hate it. Um, I think we sit in the middle on this one. Yeah, and one of the things, too, that we have to consider all the time when we're camping with our dogs is we'll go out and do things in the campground or in the community or whatever. Um, This past time we were at the beach, so we spent a good bit of time at the beach, but we can't stay too long. Because we know we've got to come back home to the camper and check on the pups, let them out, let them get something or let them go potty, make sure they've got plenty of water. And it always concerns us, too, because it is for us right now, it's still super warm. We don't want um, the power to blip or go off or something to happen to our AC and our dogs be stuck in the camper. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. And right now, I really have no way to monitor it. Now, I do know. Um, I have seen people who travel with pets and there are several wireless, um, monitors that are really made for your home Mm -hmm. that will monitor temperature. Um, they will also monitor, um, if they get water on them. So you put them in the floor of like your basement and if whatever, you know, gets on them, an actual alarm goes off. And most of these people use some kind of like Verizon hotspot that they pay for. So, so it has... Wi-Fi that it can connect to, mm-hmm. and that's how they monitor their uh, camper. Because as we all know, camping in a campground, if um, if your circuit breaker on your uh, pedestal is is weak, mm-hmm. and you've got your AC on, and yeah. it and it pops, and you're not back for two hours, it can get really hot in a camper within two hours. Right. So, the other thing that I've seen people do that may not be a bad idea if if you travel frequently with your pets. They'll put a little sign on their, uh, you know, on their door oh, that yeah. says, head inside. If there's an emergency, call this number. Right. And honestly, you could probably hide a key mm-hmm. somewhere around your camper. And if and if somebody saw something wrong right. or they were just in here going crazy, um, they could call that number and you'd be like, all right, do me a favor. Right. There's a key hidden inside of the bumper or wherever. Mm-hmm. Can you just let them out? Just let them run. I would rather them run out of a camper that has a problem than them stay in there and be so hot that they're passing out. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely a consideration. Thankfully, we've never encountered any kind of issues, and we don't travel every time with our dogs. Um, but when we do travel with them, then it's definitely a concern. Definitely. So camping with your pets... Love, hate. Like I said, I think we sit in the middle. 
Yeah. There you have it, guys. Uh, some things that we wished we have done differently whenever we first got our camper and traveling with pets. Oh, my goodness. It can be a <laughs> blessing and a curse all at the same time. Right? Yep. Oh, sure thing. So we appreciate you guys joining us this week. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the community. Uh, if you have any questions or any ideas, please contact us. We'd love to to chat with you and also um, make sure that you are liking this podcast if you enjoy it and give us a, a review and be sure you're sharing it with your friends. That's right. And if you're wondering about anything we use while we're camping or if you're an RV newbie and want to know what you need to buy we have some of those basics on our kit page you can click through that uh, it doesn't cost you a cent more and it takes you to the, to the same shopping experience that you're used to we appreciate it if you do that all right this has been a fun one guys we thank you and we are encouraging you to start cramming memories into everyday life <laughs>